0: Hello, and welcome to the very first spin off from the Tech Marketing Podcast. In collaboration with the Association of National Advertisers, we are thrilled to bring you the Masters of B2B Marketing. Get ready now as we spin through some fantastic episodes covering the latest in B2B thinking, from AI to advertising, analytics to attribution, alignment, and so much more. When was the last time a B2B ad called for an amphitheater, a swimming pool, an A list green room, and riders? We need to talk about HR Rockstars, Workday's 60-second TV spot at this year's Super Bowl. And who better to give us the inside scoop than Eric Peterson, Workday's Senior Director of Brand and Advertising. Listen to this episode for a walkthrough of the production fun and a sign of how far B2B has come. A lesson for how you can extend one great idea throughout your entire funnel and not just involve your potential prospects, but your customers as well. Thank you very much for joining us on the Tech Marketing Podcast, Eric. Yeah, thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah, so today we're gonna be talking really about how you've rocked the marketing world (laughs) with your full funnel symphony. So I can't wait to dive into this (laughs) and understand how, if you have not seen the advert, really our listeners should pause now and go and watch the wonderful advert. I've watched it multiple times. But let's go a little bit back about your story with Workday, about how you've landed in the position you're in. You've held a variety of different roles from agencies through to big tech such as Workday. How did you land at Workday and what was your memory of the change moving from agency to client side?
1: Yeah, as you mentioned, I'd spent most of my career on the agency side. I'd done B2B and B2C accounts, and I saw a posting for the opportunity at Workday. And I'd known a couple people that had worked with them over the years and spoke quite highly of them. So I reached out and ultimately got connected with Workday, and I really just hit it off with a few of them, including the hiring manager, Gene Bordigray. Gene and I just really got on, and <laughs> they had been doing some great marketing, great advertising. And it sounded like a terrific opportunity, and that was a little over two years ago.
0: Wow. And with some of our, in fact, it's becoming incredibly important with the new generation now coming in to organizations. Was there something, was there anything around the culture that, that yeah. you felt when you joined? What was it that stood out to you? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Workday had really come up as a human capital management enterprise software And what that meant was that they had an enormous focus and understanding of the importance of culture to organizations. There are all sorts of incredible benefits in terms of employee retention, in terms of the cost to to retain employees, in terms of their timeline, and just in terms of the employee's desire, attracting the best talent in the business to want to work there. Those have all been highly documented. But legend has it that the co-founder and co-CEO, Neil Bushri, along with his Co-founder Dave Duffield interviewed personally interviewed the first seven hundred employees <laughs> at Workday. Yeah. That was the premium that they put on culture yeah. at Workday, and that still is very much felt today. Yeah. They at Workday we put a premium on wanting employees to feel part of something bigger and a desire to belong to something that's meaningful. And uh, as the saying goes, we eat our own dog food, right? So we use the workday systems in our day-to-day life, and they're incredibly helpful and useful. We use them for everything from submitting your expenses to conducting employee reviews to tabulating time spent in the office, right? All of these tasks that all add up to something that. That is incredibly helpful and important and useful in terms of disseminating information and ensuring that everybody is on the same page with everything from the vision and the mission of the company to the leadership's point of view on the latest earnings to where we're headed strategically over the next quarter. You carry
0: on about culture then and bringing us back to this rocking the marketing world with, the, of course, the fantastic Super Bowl ad. What was the would you say it's part of workday's culture to to be that experimental that bold with its marketing
1: Yeah, we like to take calculator risks. Our latest addition to our leadership team has been our co-CEO, Carl Eschenbach. Carl had been on the board of Workday for five years and then just six months ago started as our co-CEO alongside uh, of Anil. And Carl likes to talk a lot about being bold. There's an opportunity for us to really, yeah, speak with a little bit more confidence and swagger in our voice. And so we've started doing that. And uh, the Super Bowl campaign was indicative of that attitude and approach where we were going to go out there and along with some of the best known music talent in the world talk about Workday and how we made people in finance and HR rock stars. Yeah, it was a really unique opportunity. Was, would you say there's a, was there a secret to getting
0: that, the, your peers, the rest of the board, whoever else was involved at Workday bought into that idea.
1: Yeah, we were fortunate because Anil approached us and said, hey, what do you guys think? You want to do the Super Bowl? And we were like, wait, is this a trick question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Come on. <laughs> and of course, for the ad agency, it was a dream, right? Every agency would love to do a Super Bowl assignment. And to Ogilvy's credit, they came up with some terrific concepts. And this one just stood head and shoulders above the rest. We mm-hmm. saw it immediately and said, oh my God, this is the one. And we took it to Anil and ultimately to the rest of our c-suite and they were like absolutely thumbs up let's do it and we said great we bought a 30 second slot on the super bowl and so of course the agency like any good agency came back and said here's the 30 second edit and i was like oh my god how did they fit five rock stars into 30 seconds but they did it and they said then well, here's the 60 second cut and we said guys we only bought a 30-second time slot. And they're like, we know. Maybe you could run it on the website or something. So we showed it to Neil and the rest of the C-Suite. And they're like, yeah, we want that one. And we're like, okay, guys, media help, help media. (laughs) DEFCON 5. And to to our media team's credit, they went in and they found a 60-second spot in the third quarter. God bless them, just a few weeks before the game. And so we were on. We had a 60-second spot in the Super Bowl, which we had done our research. And it was pretty clear that if you were going to land in any of the sort of the top 10 rankings for the past several super bowls it was a 62nd spot that was going to get you there
0: okay, interesting so you mentioned some of the metrics and this particular ad what was it 4 billion pr impressions <laughs> a spot on the usa today ad me top 10 adweek's number 2 campaign us number 1 yeah so many accolades yeah which of course you guys must be inc- incredibly proud of absolutely but when you went into
1: this were those your KPIs? Well, yeah, they were among them. One of them was absolutely top twenty percent, according to USA Today Ad Meter poll. That's always been a really important barometer. It's not the only one, but it's an important barometer of your performance. And look, as a B two B brand, that's no small feat. And we did it. We nailed it. We landed in the top ten. No other B two B brand made it to the top ten. I don't even. I, there was maybe one other B two B advertiser, I think, on the Super Bowl this year. Maybe a, maybe a couple. But yeah, that that was important to be recognized by USA Today Paul for sure. Washington Post, I think you mentioned Ad Week as well, campaign, without a doubt, the four billion impressions, just staggering number. We had our senior leadership invited to be interviewed by endemic press like Ad Age and others, but also by mainstream press like the USA Today and People Magazine, which was great. But yeah, no, we also said we're going to measure this. We did an ad exposure study that looked at people's awareness and attitudes when it came Came to Workday versus our competitors, other advertisers. And we did incredibly well. We looked at our brand tracker that we field quarterly. Also saw a staggering uptick in unaided awareness. This is the holy grail of measurements. Just an open field question. Tell us about any cloud-based enterprise software for finance, HR, and planning. And we saw a six-point jump. This is massive. You're lucky if year over year you see maybe a one point or two point. We saw a six point jump. It was quarter over quarter, which was huge. We don't expect it necessarily to to stick great if it does, we'll take it. But yeah, that was a huge jump. And look, this wasn't just for the United States. Certainly the Super Bowl is very much US passion. Globally, other countries are aware of it. And we heard from our workmates globally, they were excited about this spot. They all know the talent globally. Mm-hmm. We ended up transcreating it in French and German. It's run across the world in <laughs> Australia, France, Germany, the UK, Canada. So yeah, no, there, there's tremendous excitement behind. This And really, our workmates embraced it. Our 18,000 workmates couldn't be more excited. And was that your, so we have this term like hag. I'm sure you've heard, like big hairy audacious girl. Was that your hag when you
0: went into creating this ad? Like the, we want to see a six point jump or we want to see a big jump in our brand tracker?
1: Yeah, we wanted to see a rise certainly in, in awareness and familiarity, your upper funnel metrics without a doubt. And we were hoping we would see a rise in unaided awareness. But yeah, we couldn't have anticipated These numbers, they were really terrific. The four billion PR impressions is just staggering. My Super Bowl campaign, I was part of a few years ago, we were elated when we hit a billion. So getting to 4x was just massive, really outperformed. Our goals, and yeah, we were excited about this. Now, look at the end of the day, it, it also comes down to MQLs, marketing qualified leads, and ultimately to, to sales. Now, we're not a snack chipper, soda pop, you're not going to run out <laughs> yeah. the next day and buy a pack of workday. We've typically got a six to 18 month sales cycle, so we Dropped d- breadcrumbs c- along the way and could look at interest amongst our audience and nurture these leads feed them more information, case studies, white papers. If they raise their hand, we'll give them a demo, a sales call, and ultimately hopes of getting to conversion. Because look, we're we're out to form a, a long-term relationship. When we sell into a customer, it's often at times going to be like a decade more relationship. We're talking about millions of dollars here at mm-hmm. state. It's a big commitment. We've got a lot of decision makers, and those decision makers have influencers. It's a Complex process. I definitely want to drive back into the influencer question in
0: a second, actually. But you, you mentioned MQLs and the, and eighteen months. I'd love it if you could go to the store and buy a pack of work day. I'm sure we all would. <laughs> it would make enterprise sales a lot simpler. Like, how did you take this ad from a thirty and then a sixty second cut? through to being a full funnel campaign. What were the different components that you included as part yeah, of this?
1: Yeah, great question. When we first saw this idea, we pretty quickly realized that in order to get our ROI, there was really desire to make this something much more than a sing- single 60-second spot. Now the idea had to be scalable to do that it was and so we said look let's get a uh, return here not just because of the monetary investment but also on, on this big idea that's staring us right here in the face and we worked with the agency and we brought in our partners oftentimes you want to keep the idea closed you want to make sure it doesn't get diluted or distorted but that wasn't the case here we really shared it with our workmates up and down the funnel mm-hmm. and said look this is a big idea we'd love to have you engage with it. Let's not just make it a brand campaign. Let's connect it to demand as well. And so we were able to pull it all the way through to our digital, to events, to our demand advertising. Everybody was excited to to be part of it. We gave a sneak preview to our customers who were excited about it. We definitely used our 18,000 global workmates to amplify it. They wanted to know how they could become involved with it. We gave them a sneak preview. We held tailgate parties on campus, <laughs> where we provided a bunch of snacks and things and ran the spot in advance. But we also gave them assets that they could use to amplify it, right? We gave them Slack emojis, Zoom backgrounds. We cut special edits that were used as part of our sales force kickoff that we do annually every year that included a shout out from some of the talent that was filmed specially for them. And then, of course, we made the, all the assets available for our workmates to share via their own personal network all of which helped really to dial up the campaign and pull those qualified leads all the way through the funnel across our customer decision journey
0: wow so the, how did you how did that happen to get that level of integrated campaign mm. all the way through the organization what's what would you know if you were to hopefully do this again next year yeah. what would be the learning that you need to take into that
1: yeah, great call. I would say definitely bring, bringing people in early, giving them some guardrails. We created some usage rules, and some of them were legal, right? There were only certain things we could do with the talent. Yeah. But putting up those guardrails, letting them know, here's where we can play. Here's how you can use this content. Here's what you can do with it. and But also giving them the freedom and flexibility to use it as they saw fit in digital across events with our sponsorships that we do. And also engaging other talent. We have some fun content that we created that featured one of our rock star talent paired with one of our golf brass Gulf brand ambassadors, Rory McIlroy paired with Billy Idol. Saw some fun ways to mix things up a little bit and engage our audiences in some unexpected ways. It's always great to surprise and delight your audience when you can.
0: Was that due to the pure? Was
1: that due to the pure
0: energy of doing something this with these literally rock stars? Or was it to do with board buy-in, with them saying, we've got to use this across everything? What, or was it everything? What was the secret
1: there? Yeah, I think we collaborated with The agency had incredible talent working on this all the way through to their president out of New York, Chris Beresford Hill, and their executive creative director, Chief Creative Officer Lisa Bright. And they were excited. They brought in their teams. They worked across this and came to us with a lot of really clever ideas. At the end of the day, we could only greenlight so many. But yeah, there was excitement. There was engagement. And of course, people are, when they hear the names of this talent, when they look at the opportunity with the Super Bowl to reach 113 million people, there's just still nothing else like it in the world. In some ways, it's a throwback. But in many ways, also, it's been modernized and amplified across all of the digital and social media today that we have. And and I think we have a similar,
0: like Super Bowl ads in the UK, we actually, we seek them out and watch them. So I remember, I, I, I saw that top 10 list with the work they had, we actually have a similar thing with, for some reason, our Supermarkets have now supermarket ads every year, and have become a trend where we have to watch them. And they've right. almost become self fulfilling where they don't even need to run the advert; you go and seek it out. So right. I think that's what the, that's the advantage of running Super Bowl ads is people almost watch it now just for the advertising.
1: A- absolutely, every year I watch it with a bunch of ad people, and everyone's <laughs> chattering away during the games. And then when it comes to commercial, everyone's like, I want to hear that.
0: <laughs> it must be really rewarding, especially being in brand, to uh, just be part of that journey. Did you get a chance when you were... Did you get
1: a chance to be part of the filming? Any of these? I did. I was fortunate to be there on set. We filmed on location at the the Greek in Los Angeles, a very famous outdoor amphitheater there, and shot on location, a home with a swimming pool backyard for the Aussie sequence. And (laughs) yeah, the talent was incredibly gracious. They were all really kind and accommodating. I think they they had a lot of fun with it. They really enjoyed (laughs) themselves. And we let them try a lot of different readings, a lot of different lines, our direct Director Jim Jenkins, huge talent. The guy's done a ton of Super Bowl ads and brought a lot to the process, without a doubt. Really helped us to dial up the performances, the dialogue, had some great ideas around the delivery. Yeah, really, just really incredibly fortunate to be part of it. It's going to be one of the first times we've probably heard of a rider
0: when it comes to a when it probably the first time you have heard of a rider when it comes to a b2b ad uh, so <laughs> yeah. yeah i wonder if there was any requirements for blue m&ms as part of it <laughs> the when you're i think this truly demonstrates how far b2b technology marketing has come over the past decade and you looking back at the success we've mentioned the four billion views which is
1: absolutely insane how
0: are you going to look at topping that for next
1: year yeah, it's a tall order for sure. But as marketing's incredibly fluid, your priorities are constantly evolving. We're looking at, our, we're a global brand. We're looking at our geographies all the time, looking at where the opportunity is for us to harvest leads, to, to put them on our customer decision journey. So you never know. We've got major investments in sponsorships. Formula One across mm-hmm. EMEA we have a sponsorship with BVB Dortmund in Germany, the outstanding soccer club. We invest in golf. Here in the U.S., we've got live from the Masters. We've got our own Memorial Tournament that was just played over this past weekend. You never know how things, investments, are going to change and evolve over the years, or even over the months. I should say we started out in human capital management, and of course, as we grew and evolved, we offer finance solutions, planning solutions, which are huge opportunities for us to grow. And it it all depends on the market, right? We still have opportunities for HDM in markets abroad investments, objectives are constantly evolving and changing. So I don't know if it's so much about topping ourselves. We always want to do great work. At the end of the day, what really differentiates us from our competitors is a brand that has humanity, that's represents a person that you want to get to know and hang out with and be friends with. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, decisions aren't completely rational. As much as we like to pretend they are, you want to work with somebody that you like. You want to be part of an organization, part of a brand that you enjoy spending time with. And that is our differentiator, and we don't want to lose that. Let me ask that in a slightly different way.
0: Is it already on the CMO and the board's mind now to be like, we've got to do a Super Bowl ad next year? <laughs> like we've we look, we've had all this success. We've got to we've got to carry on. Do you think it's going to continue? Do you think it's going to be another sixty second slot, or <laughs> is it going to try?
1: Are You looking at trying something else? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I, look, it would of course it would be fun to do that, but there's. Uh, We can do great marketing anywhere, truly. It's the filter that you create on Snapchat. It's the (laughs) uh, out-of-home that you do in Times Square. It's the video that goes viral on LinkedIn. You never know what it's going to be. There is no limit to doing great work, great creative, and, you know, really reaching our audience wherever they are. And for us, that means the C-suite and their influencers. And we have channels like LinkedIn that are obviously aimed squarely at them or Wall Street Journal or Financial Times or The Globe, depending on the market. But yeah, we're going to continue to look at great sponsorships and advertising and reach our C-suite wherever we find them. Wow. And I think that's so true. Like a lot of it is you never know
0: what's going to take off. And have You you mentioned a Snapchat filter. Have work, They done a Snapchat filter, and I've missed that. <laughs> not
1: that I'm aware of. No, no, not, not yet, at least, but no, not maybe. Yet. We did a really fun app that lets you turn yourself into a rock star and share that that makeover <laughs> on social media, so that's fun. It, it paints your hair blue and gives you an <laughs> earrings. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. We also engaged with our audience during the Super Bowl and offered a, a limited edition Oswald t-shirt that featured the Aussie character from the super bowl spot wearing a shirt a button-down shirt and tie and of course in the ultimate form of flattery it was immediately bootlegged and offered for sale all over the internet (laughs) at least hopefully they bootlegged to the workday branding as part of it they yeah they did and so it was both flattering and litigious at the same time yeah finding that unique viral element like
0: being agency-sized, you've probably had this. You've had a client come to you and say, we want to make a viral video. Like, well, you can't create a viral video. What's yes. What would be the secret that you would say that you want to take forward to the next campaign?
1: Yeah, just finding that insight that enables you to simplify. We sell complex, sophisticated software that... It can be very complex at times if you want to talk about the nuances of it. But we took that real huge complexity and distilled it down until we got to this idea that Workday can make you a finance and HR rock star. It's a, it's a very simple idea that mm-hmm. anybody can understand. With Workday, you can be a finance and HR rock star. Wow. Okay. Okay. 113 million people, most of them should be able to understand what that means. And so you start there, right? And then for those that are interested, maybe they're in the market or will be soon and want to learn more, you start to pull them further and further along that decision journey. That's. I think having that singular idea that everything hangs off. I, so I'm a technologist.
0: I get really excited about let's add some marketing automation here, or let's add. And actually, starting with that single strong idea that you've got to start there, and then everything else builds on top.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I was watching old video of Steve Jobs talking, like we all do, but he was talking about that ability of his ad agency to strip things away and strip them away and strip Mm -hmm. them away until they got down to that bare essence of that the core idea and that's when you can do that And you can't always do it it's hard it's really hard but when you can do that I think you'll often be successful
0: I think I think there's a I think I've read by I forget the author but the creative director from those campaigns actually wrote a really good but I, I don't know if you've ever, I think it's called Think Different, the actual book. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely fascinating. So I've got my final question here that we're asking everyone. Or actually, I've got <laughs> two final questions. But if in the, what five words of advice, I'm going to say again. I'm going to say it again. A <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, producer. In five words, what advice would you give a future CMO to achieve success? If you were to summarize all of this success down to five words, what would it be?
1: How about two? Go for it. Be persistent.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Especially from brand as well, right? That's it's it can be so easily stripped
1: away. Yeah, I think you really I think the seek to success is just do not be deterred, just no matter what. You just gotta keep coming and coming. And if you do that, you'll eventually succeed. So is this your first
0: A conference? Is this your f- is your no, I've been to a few. Obviously. Uh, will we see you again next year? That's the question. Oh yeah, I hope so.
1: I would love to be here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully we'll be seeing another Super Bowl commercial, maybe another yeah. F one sponsorship. Something we can be talking about. Do you get a chance to go to any of the F one races yourself?
1: I have not been to an F one race yet, but now that there's more here in the US, yeah. maybe uh, Because you've got
0: get one, to- Miami, Texas, Vegas this year. That's right. So that's gonna be crazy. But does yeah. Workday sponsor all of them or just the uh,
1: We're the partner in EMEA right yeah, now fine. yeah yeah
0: fine because we always saw it as sponsoring all of f we're big f1 fans here in the uk right. so hence that i probably see more <laughs> workday branding from that than anything else but eric it's been a real pleasure having you on the podcast today thank you so much for joining us
1: oh yeah thank you for having me it's been a blast yeah and i and hope you enjoy the rest of the conference yeah thank you
0: thanks for tuning in for another episode of the masters of b2b marketing in association with the a a's Looking for more insights? Be sure to explore our other episodes showcasing some brilliant leaders in the B2B world. And of course, don't forget to hit subscribe to stay up to date with the latest from the Tech Marketing Podcast.